Welcome to another episode of Dollar Order Podcast, where today I want to talk about 12 household budget mistakes that you are making. But first, a word from our sponsor. All right, welcome back. Today I have got a wonderful and a great show for you today because I want to talk about a lot of common mistakes that you are making on your budget. Now, before you dismiss this, because a lot of you are probably thinking right now, well, I already have a strong budget. Perhaps, but I guarantee that you are making at least one of these 12 mistakes. So let's go ahead and dive in and get started. Number one, failing to save. Each month, you are diligently paying your bills promptly only so that you can fall short to find out that you're already broke. You are living paycheck to paycheck with groceries, utilities, lunch money, you just can't be sure like how you're able to manage. You know, I'm sitting there thinking back with my first job right out of the college, I was making about 30,000 a year. Now fast forward to where I am today, I'm like, how on earth did I survive on $30,000? You no, know, it, it flabbergasts me, it, it amazes me because we got used to living under a certain lifestyle. And so by failing to save, you're basically failing to save for the future. So once you take a look at your finances, take a deep, hard dive and realize how much are you saving each paycheck and then start creating a goal to get that. Maybe some of you are in, in a particular situation right now where you can't save. Well, you know what? Let's start small. How about $5 per paycheck? Could you do that? Now, for some of you, you can save a lot more than that. Maybe it's $100 to $200. Maybe it's $1,000. Take a look at your finances and determine how much you can save each paycheck. And then what I want you to do is to put that into an account somewhere where you are not tempted to touch it. I don't want you touching your savings. That's the typical reason why a lot of people don't save their money. They put it away, they put it into an emergency fund or a savings account, and then when they see something going on sale or want to buy a new car, they want to dive in and touch that money. You have to forget it. Forget about saving it, save it, and forget about it, and move on. Number two, having no budget. Some of you out there just don't have a budget at all. You're just kind of living paycheck to paycheck, and you're like, well, I only have two or three bills, and I don't need a budget because I just put my money into a bank account and let it increase. Well, the problem is you don't have a financial roadmap if that's the case. And so when you don't have a financial plan, if you don't have a budget in place, it's going to be hard to reach certain financial goals. All right, It's going to be challenging to make financial plans without this roadmap. And your budget your roadmap. So think about where you want to be 12 months from now, 18 months from now. Create a budget and help yourself to reach that goal. Maybe you live in an apartment right now. You want to start saving for a mortgage. Sit down, create you a budget, and figure out a way of how you can start saving for a mortgage. And that's another reason why you need to have a budget in place. Because it's going to keep you on track. It's going to help you to achieve certain milestones so that you can reach that end goal and that target. Don't be complacent. Don't sit around thinking you don't need a budget because everyone needs a budget. And the best part about if you don't have one because you only have a couple bills, then creating a budget for the next 12 months, you can accomplish that in probably five to 10 minutes. And then hold yourself accountable. Number three, estimating expenses. I used to be guilty of this as well. Every month, bills are different. Look at your utility bills. Your electrical bill is not the same. It's not consistent every single month. And so you kind of generalize it. You kind of estimate. But I want you to look at your budget, look at your historical statements, and to make a smart decision on what you think the upcoming bill might be. 
and try to forecast that out. Now, I say this because in the wintertime, you know you're gonna have higher heating costs. Summer, you're gonna have higher AC costs, depending on where you live in the country. And then during the spring and fall, you're gonna notice, notice those utilities coming down. Now, some of your bills are gonna be a lot more predictable, like your cell phone bill, you might even have a, an insurance bill. That's gonna be very predictable. Grocery bills are not so predictable, but you kinda have a general ballpark. But what's great about grocery bills, you can control how much you spend on that. The fourth one, forgetting non-monthly bills. We are all guilty of this one. It's a typical budget mistake that comes through the realm of one-off expenses. These gonna think, I want you to think about holiday bills, birthdays, you know, we got Valentine's Day coming up right now. Do you know how much you're gonna spend for Valentine's Day? Maybe for your, your wife, your spouse, your significant other? Think about birthdays coming up. Maybe for your child, maybe for your parent, grandparents. How much do you plan on spending on those presents? And then next, I don't want you to overstretch yourself financially because the best gifts come from those that are actually carefully thought out, not the most expensive. Let me say that again. The best gifts come from those that are carefully thought out, not the most expensive. Now I want you to think about your favorite present, your favorite gift. Which one most reminds you of your favorite? What was the ideal gift that you got? And why was it the best gift you ever got? Probably wasn't the most expensive. Number five, being unrealistic. When setting financial goals, households tend to set unrealistic goals. For instance, they want to retire with over $1 million within five years, yet they are taking no action to get there. Setting goals are highly encouraged, but set goals that you can reach. This keeps you motivated, it keeps you inspired, because if you are setting goals that cannot be obtained, then you're gonna keep feeling defeated. Think back to New Year's. You set these New Year's resolutions in place, and then after 30 days, you don't do it, you're like, wow, that was a waste of time, or well, I tried. You feel defeated. So set the goals that you can accomplish. Now some of you, you could probably reach a million dollars within five years. It's gonna take some drastic actions. Maybe, other, maybe others out there listening to this audience can't. Maybe the goal is within five years saving up to $100,000. So that would be what, 20,000 a year that you set to the side? If you're making 80,000, why can't you live on 60,000 a year? What are some steps and actions that you could take to lower that down? Maybe that means Rather than buying a new car every couple years, maybe you need to delay that three to four years. Extend that life for those automobiles. Maybe call around, lower your insurance, take some drastic actions, cut that cable bill. Small steps, small steps is what's gonna help you get to that goal. Budget mistake number six, not including fun money. Budgets are not just for expenses. Okay, you need to set budget money for fun events too. I mean, what's the point of working all week long, working long hours, if you never get to enjoy the fruits of your labor? So what I want you to do is plan an evening, evening on a regular basis with your spouse and even one with your children. And then I want you to determine how much you can afford and just do it and make this a regular practice. Doesn't have to be anything fancy, doesn't have to be anything extravagant or expensive, expensive but I want you to find a fun evening or an outing that doesn't cost anything, even if it costs something, something that's very minimal, where you guys can have fun, engage, and have some entertainment. Because if you can't find a way to unwind and enjoy and make memories, then there's really no point of hustling and bustling every single day. Budget mistake number seven, lack of emergency fund. 
How many of you out there right now, I want you to shout it out, how many right now have an emergency fund set in place? If you said, I do, congratulations. You're already beating 70% of this country. A common mistake to budgets is setting or having a smart account designed for emergencies. When events arise, say like emergency situations, what's the first thing people do? They pull out their credit cards or they dive into their savings accounts to pay for those emergencies. So if you're doing that, stop it. I want you to start saving slowly and incrementally so that you can start building an emergency fund. Especially for when such tragic events or emergency situations arise. Budget mistake number eight, miscategorizing. I want you to take a deep, hard look at your budget and see if you are categorizing your bills. Now you may be saying, what, is, what does that mean? Do you have an account in your budget designed just for utilities? What's gonna fall in that realm is going to be, say you have natural gas bills, electrical bills, maybe water, sewer, and trash, maybe even a cable bill. All that's gonna fall into one category. And with that one category, I want you to total those bills up and then divide it by your total income. That's going to give you a certain per percentage. So when you do that, let's say 15%. That means 15% of your budget for that month is going towards utilities. And where that is really going to be helpful is that when you do that consistently each month, you're going to notice a trend. And hopefully that trend either stays consistent or it decreases. Now, if you notice in your grocery bill that it's steadily growing each every month, that's gonna be a red flag for you to find a way to start cutting some expenses. So categorize your budget expenses. Budget mistake number nine, stealing from other categories. Going back to the example we just used, when you have those categorized and you see that trend moving upwards, obviously you may bust your lemon eventually, right? You might reach that ceiling cap that you have set for each category. You might be tempted to dive into another account. And usually that account's gonna be the fun money. So by putting caps and not stealing from other categories, you are forcing yourself to live within that category budget. Mistake number 10. Not balancing the zero. The primary purpose of a budget is to get the zero. I find more clients who are not doing this. They think when you have money at the end of your budget, they can just do whatever they want. And that is a dangerous game. When you have a surplus at the end of the month, that means you're constantly increasing your standard of living and it is hard to control. That's why the majority of consumers in this country are in debt because they cannot contain themselves. You have to balance the zero. Now that doesn't mean that every single dollar is going to be locked into a certain account. What you're doing is you are prioritizing that money into an account for maybe savings. Maybe you're beefing up that entertainment fund money to a, say you had $100 per month. Maybe you beef that up to $200 a month if you have that capital. Maybe you need to use that extra money to pay down debt to get out of debt faster. Always balance to zero. And you're going to thank me for it later. Budget mistake number 11. Failing to monitor your account. You have spent all this time working super hard trying to get a budget in place. Why would you not monitor it? Look at it regularly. Now, if you have a short budget, it's only going to take you two minutes to look at it. So set a time, either once a week, once every two weeks, however often you get paid, look at that and determine are your expenses growing, are you keeping them in check, are you paying your bills on time? Next, how is your savings and retirement doing? Are you putting enough capital towards those accounts? 
Are you saving? Are you going to be able to retire in the next 5, 10, 20 years? Whatever your goal is. So monitor those accounts. The more you do it, the faster you're going to get. And then last but not least, budget mistake number 12. This goes out for all of you couples out there. Keeping your spouse in the dark. This is a very highly common mistake that can lead to a lot of marital problems, a lot of relationship issues. So what I want you to do is usually one member of the household handles the finances. While this can be a good thing because you always play off of each other's strengths and weaknesses, it can also create problems. So never keep your spouse in the dark when it comes to money. So I want you to set a weekly appointment, whether it's just 10 minutes or five minutes, after the kids go to bed, whatever, whatever the case may be, go over the budget and physically show him or her where every dollar is going. The more you do this, the faster you're gonna get and you're going to consistently confirm that trust with your partner that, hey, I can manage these finances, but I wanna give you a chance to give your input. I wanna share with you in the decision making. It can also help because if the budget slips that month, maybe your partner who does work can kind of help fill that void. They can help with some of those expenses that maybe in some of those categories got out of control. But it's going to build that honesty, it's going to build that trust, and you're going to have more integrity, and you're going to be more open to talking to your partner. So household budgeting is going to be vital for success for any home. So I want you to kind of review these 12 budget mistakes. If you are making one of those, how many are you making? And I'd be curious to know which one do you commonly fail to do. So email that to me at nick at dollarotter.com because I'd be interested in learning which mistake you make. And if there's one of 12 on here that I did not list, share that with me. I'd like to be interested in learning more about that. Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to Dollar Otter Podcast. And until next time, you guys have a wonderful and blessed week.